Hello and welcome to the WordPress Chick Podcast. Brought to you by the WPChick.com. WordPress explained for those of us who get headaches when we hear words like PHP and functions, but want to make money with their WordPress sites. No boring code snippets here. Just WordPress happiness made easy. Now, here's your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress Chick. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the WordPress Chick Podcast. I'm your host, Kim Doyle, the WordPress chick. I'm going to make a little disclaimer for you <laughs> before we even get into today's show. First of all, let me tell you that I am recording this at night. So this might be interesting because I usually do most of my recordings, all of them. I would say the only, I've done one or two other podcasts at night, but those are interviews and it's because someone's in another part of the world. <laughs> and so that's when we have to schedule it, right? But not today. It's it's been a really it's been a busy first month of the year already, which is good. It's all good. Um, but <laughs> I just it's funny. I'm sitting in my office and there's a couple lights in here. Usually during the day, and I've got the blinds open. I don't really need to um, worry about lighting too much, right? But it's like it's night. I don't want it to be super crazy bright, mind you. The monitors are bright. And I've got one light on, so I'm sitting here and it's like, <laughs> I've got my new mic. I think I told you guys I, I upgraded to Hyle Pro, so that's pretty cool, but it requires a mixer. So I'm literally sitting in my office thinking that, <laughs> you know, what I should be doing is, tonight is for lovers only. Call and make your request and shout out to that special loved one. <laughs> it's going to be an interesting journey. I promise you I won't be crazy all night, but I'm just going to go ahead and give you a warning because this could be interesting. So before we get into the show, uh, the content, the falling in love with co-schedule and investing in your business, I am going to talk to you again about the best business investment I've made in a long time and share that journey with you. But before we do that, I just wanted to talk to you a little bit about what I did last weekend. (laughs) Not something super exciting, but it was pretty awesome. I was invited to speak at the East Bay WordPress meetup. Now, for those of you who are not in Northern California um, or the United States, another part of the world, I, uh, the city is Oakland, and which you may have heard about the Oakland Raiders, right? But um, the uh, Oakland is about 30 minutes east of San Francisco. So San Francisco is a pretty good marker, right? Most people, a lot of people all over the world have heard of San Francisco. So I am a good hour plus from San Francisco, depending on traffic, right? Um, but it was great. I had been invited to speak by Sally Getch, who is uh, runs the East Bay WordPress meetup, and unfortunately was sick and wasn't able to make it, but uh, Anka filled in, and they were a wonderful group of people, very gracious, and it was, it was a real honor to do it. And it was such a reminder to me to get out of the friggin' house. <laughs> I, I mean, I again, I go out, obviously, but it's really easy to get caught up in doing the work, especially when you like what you do, when you love what you do, and you have connections and relationships with people all over the country, all over the world. So you're Skyping or you've got calls and appointments and stuff. It's It was just a good reminder to me to get out. And because the direction my business is going in and, and how things have been going, which are all good, um, I find myself like just craving the weekends because I can unplug a little bit. You know, that feeling where you're just like, okay, I need to just check out a little bit, like do a little Netflix binging or whatever. Um, and, and so it, it, it's been like that a little bit. And it was, it was just fun because, first of all, my daughter came with me. 
and she filmed it for me. I think I've shared a little bit before. She is a film student at San Francisco State and is doing some video for me, which is awesome. And so uh, I think she actually might have gotten a gig from uh, a pretty big company in Oakland from being there. And then she's creating a lot of stuff already. So that's pretty cool. Um, so it was just, it was fun to do that. And it was also fun for her to see me. And she, you know, we're driving home and she's like, wow, you really know what you're doing. This is, you know, it just, it was, it was really fun to, to share that with her. And then the cool thing about it too, is that I think when you're marketing online and you do build relationships, like I was saying, and, and you've connected with people and, and the people that you tend to spend the most time with get what you do. Right. And so this was interesting because, you know, I wanted to um, sing that song from Sesame Street, you know, one of these things just doesn't belong here because I am not a programmer. I'm not a coder. And they all went around the room and they introduced themselves, shared a little bit about their business. And I was talking about marketing and measuring with WordPress. Right. And it was great because all of the stuff that I take for granted that I assume anybody using WordPress is familiar with, like if you're not in the, for lack of a better term, internet marketing space, blogging space, online, social space, um, then not all these tools and names are going to be super familiar to you. Great example, me and my obsession with content marketing, I brought up Dan Norris. I'm like, so do you guys know who Dan Norris is? Nobody. There's maybe 25, 30 people. And, and no judgment here on that. But again, I take for granted, and Dan Norris runs WP Curve, um, for those of you who don't know him. And it's, again, do you like this? The recovering Catholic in me. I promise I'm not offending anybody. Um, but so just coming from that space. And so it's really good because you assume the stuff that you've learned or the knowledge you've gained, the people you've connected with is common. And it's not. So when I was able to share some tools and resources with them and how I use them in my business, they were all like, oh, God, this is great. And fortunately, I did put the links at the end of the presentation. Uh, so that was great. But it was a great reminder. And and I think for myself, it's important. Maybe I'll try another meetup, a non-WordPress meetup, maybe, you know, social marketing or um, internet marketing or marketing or networking or something. You just never know, right? And so it was cool. It was really, really cool. I'm glad I did it. Um, I am bummed I didn't get to connect with Sally Getch. But then I find out and Sally, hello, if you're listening, um, she lives, <laughs> we're like neighbors practically, it lives out my way. So we're going to try to connect for coffee in the next month or so. So that was really great. And so just a reminder to yourself, I think whether it's getting out of the house or um, getting more engaged, even in a group online, maybe you're in a Facebook group and, and posting a question or posting an answer or giving feedback when people ask for it. You just, you don't know what's going to come of those things. So just be open. And I, I think that's that's the beauty of what we do, right? There's so many opportunities. All right, I'm sitting here. I got my uh, Lipton iced tea. Now let's crack a lock into the uh, content. <laughs> Not that that wasn't. Co-schedule. Hello. Where have you been my whole life, right? Um, actually, you've been in my dashboard. I just wasn't using you. Here's so if you're not familiar with co-schedule because I'm going to run down obviously and I have every intention of doing a very full in-depth video content post on the site as well as getting them on the show. Co-schedule came out. Oh god, I should have had some facts for you guys. Um I want to say a year, year and a half ago. And it was an editorial calendar initially at an and I, I probably just need to get them on the show. So please don't quote me on any of this stuff. But when it came out, I was like, okay, good. And and I you could share, 
I don't know if the social sharing was built in right away. I think that came, but bear with me. I've always thought, I've I've tested other editorial calendars, but initially when I looked at editor, editorial calendars, I kept thinking, well, I only write like when I'm inspired, <laughs> right? Obviously all of that has changed as my business has grown, as I have become ridiculously obsessed with content strategy. And I'll tell you how that's also going to be tying into my business investment. I, I, looked, I looked at Coast Schedule again, because first of all, I subscribe to their blog. And if you're not using CoSchedule, subscribe to their content, read the content. They create amazing, actionable content. And you you could learn a ton by just paying attention to how they create content, their formatting, what they do with it, their calls to action within their content. It's fantastic. Um, but I am going to quote something. I'm going to quote myself, actually, <laughs> because I thought this was funny. So CoSchedule is to content marketing what peanut butter is to chocolate. Like that's how awesome it is. Okay. I am a total Reese's lover and I do like some peanut butter and chocolate ice cream, but that combination, right? Where it's just like, Oh, so that's what co-schedule is to content marketing. So let's talk a little bit more about it. So first of all, believe it or not, you do not need co-schedule. I like how I said that (laughs) co-schedule. You don't need co-schedule. You don't need WordPress to run co-schedule. So that's kind of cool. For some, for anybody who, I don't, I'm not sure why you might listen to the podcast if you don't use WordPress, but that's okay. Um, Here's a great example. I have a friend who is starting a business and she started with the Facebook fan page. We're building out the site, but she is, has built the fan page and with some paid traffic on Facebook, I don't know, eight, nine, 10,000, decent amount. When you get into those niche markets, you can get 10, 11 cent clicks. That's great. So she's building up the audience there and engaging there. So what would be great, and yes, there are other uh, scheduling tools, but I'm telling you, (laughs) co-schedule, I just, I'd love it, love it, love it. I am going to have to open the web app while I walk through this podcast. So that's an example. You can use co-schedule for a social media tool only, okay? And I don't know if I said that. So let me run down the bullet points just so you understand what co-schedule is and what it does. So first and foremost, it's an editorial calendar. You can go in and you can schedule your content. It is a social media marketing tool. Now, with the social media marketing tool, let me tell you, I've tested a handful and I use Buffer also. And I'll tell you why I've kind of, I'm testing these things. But I was using Edgar for a while. And for, what was Edgar, $49 a month? It was, you know, you, you had this calendar and you could create a library, but that was kind of it. I wasn't seeing like I look at it this way, when you're going to invest in a tool, and this is this is me getting obviously <laughs> much more diligent about this stuff. If I'm going to invest in something, I want it. To, I want to see the ROI, right? You want to see that return on your investment, and whether or not it's the forty nine dollars back, or it's you can see that scheduling using this scheduling tool gives you a return on traffic because you're either getting data or you're able to measure what's working, right? And I just wasn't seeing that with Edgar, so. I was like, I have co-schedule, like I'm paying for co-schedule. Why am I, why do I have this? So I was like, forget it. Um, and for those of you, I'm going to, from from this point forward, let's assume everybody's on WordPress, okay? If you're using it, so co-schedule also sits in your dashboard and you can log into the web app and use it, or you can do it through through your site. Now, the beauty of that is when I'm creating content, it's a lot easier to literally scroll down on the same page in the WordPress editor 
and schedule my post right then and there. And I can schedule it for today. I can schedule it for tomorrow. I can schedule it for a week, whatever. You can go in and queue it, right? And that's the key with content marketing is promotion. And this is where I was, I I so get where the holes have been (laughs) in everything I've done because the thought of, you know, it was always self-promotion, I think is not um, innate in us, right? And so the idea of sharing your stuff over and over and over and over again, you feel like you're being, look what I can do, look what I can do, (laughs) right? But the reality of, I mean, stop to think about maybe even some big name marketers that you follow. Okay, pick a social media platform. Again, I spend a lot of time on Facebook. I'm in groups there. I do paid traffic there. What is the likelihood of me seeing their content every day? It is minuscule, right? And so from that perspective, you have to reshare your content. And that's what I love about CoSchedule, right? The social media marketing tool. So you can, one, like for Facebook, I can share it to my profile. I can share it to my page. I can share it to my group. And then what's great is that you can see what it's going to look like on Facebook, on Google+, on LinkedIn, on Twitter. You can see what it's going to look like on each of those tools, which is really great, right? Okay. And that was just so the two things I've mentioned so far that CoSchedule does, editorial calendar, social media marketing tool. Like right then and there, you would think, boom, great, right? No, there's more. But wait, there's more. You knew that was coming, right? Uh, Google Analytics tracking. All right, so now that I have decided to start applying really diligent strategies to everything I'm doing, I hope you guys hear that when I say that, yes, it's self-deprecating, but at the same time, it's it's sort of like, you know, you can't unpush a button, right? So once that light bulb goes off in your head about the value of this, you hear it, right? How often have you heard measure track, you know, you can't, you can't uh, grow anything you're not measuring, or I, I don't know what that, that saying is, but you know, my point, right, is you know that, you hear it. It's kind of like building your list. It's like doing all these things. There's so many pieces that have to fit together with marketing. And I think more than anything, if I could just say this to you, which I'm going to <laughs> see, well, this is what you get for a nighttime podcast. Just trust it's all happening. Continue to take action, continue to implement, continue to trust yourself and know, like, I don't know that I would have been able to hold everything that I'm holding in my business today even a year and a half ago. I I don't think I would have. I feel way stronger in what I'm doing, where I'm going, and how I'm providing value. So from that perspective, just trust. Okay, let's go back to uh, co-schedule here. Side note, uh, motivational moment with Kim. So the Google Analytics tracking. As I've started doing all this, I'm starting to use the Google Tag Manager. And uh, I think I'll be doing some some of this training with um, my Just Show Up community. The Google Tag Manager... If let's say I'm trying to give an example, if you're not familiar with putting scripts and stuff in your site, but Google Analytics, plain and simple, right? When you want to make sure that your site is connected to Google Analytics, you copy and paste that code that Google gives you, or you put your UA string in with the plugin, but you copy and paste that code into your site. Well, there are a lot of things as you start getting, you know, more into marketing from your site and using it as a a real solid platform that require you to add scripts. So let's see, what can I think of? Okay, Hotjar. Hotjar is a heat map tracking software. If you're not familiar with Hotjar it's or heat map, it's, you can see it tracks people's movement. So you can actually get to, you can see 
wow, people will go to the left more than they go to the right, or they're they're skipping this whole one section, right? So if that makes sense. So hot jars one. Another one, let's say you want to put a um a chat box, right? That pops up. Peer chat is an example. Okay, you have to copy and paste that tracking script, that script into your site. Well, what Google Tag Manager lets you do is you go in and it's the same account that you have your Google Analytics with, but you can put all of those tracking scripts into Google Tag Manager and then you just put one code, one tracking script in your site, right? So as an example for Facebook marketing and and retargeting, which I'm going to talk about a little bit, but you're given a code, right, to track. And so it tracks activity on your site and you can start building. It's pretty crazy. We're not going to go, I'm going to go sideways if I start getting into that too much. But my point is what CoSchedule lets you do, anything that you can track with Google is going to be good, assuming that you go look at your analytics to see what's working, right? So any anytime you get, here's a great example, you get an email from somebody and if you, and I'm going to go ahead and give Neil Patel. And if you have, if you guys haven't subscribed to Neil Patel or Quick Sprout, do it. He is a genius. He is the founder of Kissmetrics. Um, well, Quick Sprout, obviously he's a huge consultant with SEO and traffic and content and all that. Um, but subscribe to Neil Patel you get an email from him because he sends out, I, I don't know how he sleeps or when he sleeps because he creates so much content. But if you get an e- email from him and you click it, when you go to the browser to look at that content in the browser, right? And it won't just say, here, I'm going to pull it up. Let's see. You know, neilpatel.com forward slash 2016, 119. And then here, here we go. Here's the post that I had pulled up today. Everything you need to know about off-page SEO. Okay, so that's that's the permalink. That's the post URL, right? Well, then behind that forward slash, you've got this question mark UTM underscore source and it's tagged. And then there's some other stuff, right? But anytime you see that UTM, that's a tracking code. And this is saying email. Okay, so he knows it's an email campaign. So he's able to track how many people are clicking on his post links from his email. Okay, so I, I feel like I got really technical there today. Wow, who thought this was going to happen at night? But... What CoSchedule lets you do is every every piece of content you share through CoSchedule, whether it's your content, because again, you can use it as an editorial calendar and then go queue your own content to be shared on social platforms. You can also just go create a social post. So when I talk about it being a social media marketing tool, it is not just for your own content. You can go pull other people's content and queue it to be scheduled. What this integration does with CoSchedule is it creates that that tracking code for you, okay? And it puts, it's funny because I was talking to Brandon, my secret weapon, my SEO uh, genius. We were talking about this today and I'm trying to make sure that any process or anything that I do that I'm sharing in marketing now that we're tracking. So we started looking at this and so we double checked it and then it was like, we kind of had to dig a little deeper. I set it all up. It's linking, but I was like, and I know we'll obviously we'll see it in Google, but he wanted to make sure that it was setting up the parameters correctly. So like when I was talking to you about Neil Patel's post and you can see that UTM and the source and email campaign. So you know that that's tagged correctly because it's an email link, right? So then we want to make sure that CoSchedule is setting it so that it's a social share or whatever. So anyways, we dug a little deep and we found it. So that, you guys, 
in and of itself to me is worth its weight in gold, right? The fact that anything that I share will also be being tracked by Google. I can see what's working. I can see, and and again, this is, you know, my own content specifically that I'll be able to see which platforms are driving the most traffic, which I get it that Google would be um, tracking the traffic anyways, but in terms of the link clicking, right? So that is huge. That is huge. Okay. This next tool is literally, I'm trying to think what I could describe this. Think like Nintendo when it first came out, right? Like you had to get home and play Super Mario Brothers. That's how I feel about the headline analyzer. Oh, I've become a complete geek. But the headline analyzer, first of all, there is a free tool. And so if you go to the post, you can click through it. You can also just Google co-schedule headline analyzer. And I'm going to give you an example of how awesome this thing is. So first of all, you write your post and it'll come up and it'll score it. So let's do, let me just pull this up here. This is funny. I don't know that I've um, ever done anything online while recording. And considering I'm not stellar at talking and typing, this is going to be fun. All right. So when you go to the headline analyzer, there's a little box, type in your headline, right? So let's take, here's what we're going to do. I had before publishing this post, the post title was Falling in Love with Co-Schedule and the Best Business Investment I've Made in a Long Time. Well, when this is published, well, let's see, I'm going to analyze this now. I was going to do, the plan was, and investing in your business. Okay, so first of all, what I'm looking at, and just go play with this, you guys. Again, this is a free tool. And first of all, I think it's brilliant. I would love to know what kind of traffic this headline analyzer brings them because it's branded with co-schedule. It says, what is co-schedule sign in, right? And so there's all these ways you can do it anyways. So I analyzed it. My headline score is 69. That is an A plus. I have 30% of my headline is um, common words. And so you hover, it'll tell you, you can hover over this and you can see the colors. So common words are in with and the I, right? Uncommon. So uncommon words occur less frequently than common words, whatever, 12%. So made in time. I got a 12% on emotional words. And it's funny because it says in a the best. So it tells you what they are, right? And then last would be power, falling, love, and best. So my point, it does say, though, that your headline type is generic. Try using a sentence structure that would get your headline more shares. And it so it breaks this all down for you. And it tells you, so let's see what comes up when I, when I change it to falling in love with co-schedule and investing in your business and investing in your business. And then I was thinking we could add like a baller or something, right? Investing in your business like a badass. Interesting. That went down. That's a 68 and investing in your business like a badass. I'm just curious, you guys, I'm playing. Mm-hmm. Okay, it went down 65. So we're going to stick with the original post. So here I talked about investing in your business and we're going to leave it at the best business investment I've made in a long time. It is a little bit wordy, but the point is play with this. I have, I've done the, a lot of times with the podcast when it's a solo show, I just go within my gut. So I don't, I'm not saying that I'm necessarily writing for uh, the search engine search engines or anything. But remember, when you're sharing this stuff, and I'm sitting here thanking my lucky stars that I didn't have to re-edit this because I already made the image. 
I wasn't thinking. I'm sitting here staring at the image with the original title, but I'm going to leave. But play with this stuff because what happens is you're going to start thinking a little bit differently as you're creating your content. And I'm going to give you guys one more example, and I promise I won't edit it, but I'll just tell it to you. Part of this business investment that I'm going to talk about, I feel like I'm teasing you guys and I'm not, but it's creating a couple pieces of content that I'm going to be retargeting with Facebook ads, okay? So what we did, and it's around podcasting because, you know, I've got this podcast offer and, okay. So I went through and I worked through this um, because I was talking with the person I hired and I did mention to you guys, Jason, I'm going to go into more detail with this, but I was like, all right, I want to create some quote unquote epic content, right? I wanted to make sure that it was, it was it, uh, relevant keywords and it would be focused towards somebody who would be interested in maybe doing a podcast. So the post was, um, the first headline I did was 11 ways podcasting has exploded my business. That was a B plus. A simple shift to 11 ways podcasting will explode your business. I went up over 70, right, to 75 or something, and it was an A+. And so that little shift, that little difference is was huge to me. And I've heard all of this stuff about copywriting. I've, I've heard it. I've seen it. But it's, it's all just sort of falling into place and, and making sense to me now, if, if, uh, if that makes any sense at all. Like that, it makes sense to me. Does that make sense? I'm totally talking in circles. But this headline analyzer, you can go use the free tool. If you have CoSchedule, it's, it comes up when you're adding content to your editorial calendar. So you type in your post title and it'll analyze the headline right then and there. You don't need to leave your site. So that's awesome. Um, let's get to, I feel like I'm rambling way too much about CoSchedule and considering I have every intention of getting them on the show uh, in the first quarter and doing a more post, a bigger post. Uh, this is getting a little bit wordy. However, there's a couple other integrations. Uh, there's Bitly integration, so it automatically will shorten that. And Bitly is great because uh, there's great analytics with Bitly, which then, of course, I was like, okay, well, can we track Bitly with Google, Google Analytics? But we don't need to, right? That's the beauty of this. Um, Evernote integration. I have really been using Evernote quite a bit more, but I'm not totally sure how I would do this other than maybe using the Evernote web clipper to send things that I clipped from the web into CoSchedule, but then I could just use the CoSchedule Chrome extension. So I don't know. Um, not sure, but I've linked them. <laughs> Same thing, Google Docs, not totally sure. I think both of those integrations are probably really good if you have a multi-author blog or you have uh, guest contributors. And then uh, lastly, like I mentioned, the, Coast, the Chrome extension. So that you can just, uh, you can click the co-schedule little extension. And I am just testing this to see what happens. And of course, this post, yeah, this is awesome. So what happens is the same thing. And of course, I'm getting a 404 because the post is not published. But it, it would pull up the post title and a link. And you can schedule any content across the web via Chrome. So <laughs> that's pretty friggin' awesome. So what I, my point is one, co-schedule looks beautiful. <laughs> I just, there are some tools I use that I just keep thinking, come on, it's 2016, update your interface. And I am not a UI expert or any of that stuff, but CoSchedule is pretty. It's smooth. It's, I love flat stuff. It's clean. And holy moly, you guys, their content, again, it's, you know, <laughs> I, I say in the post that, you know, I've, I've made numerous attempts at using an editorial calendar 
but without having that solid content strategy or working on one, it kind of just took up space in the site. And then I drank the content marketing Kool-Aid. And I kid you not, it's become such an obsession of mine. You like I was actually even thinking maybe I should take a speed reading class so that I can consume more content. And it's all content on content, which is ridiculous. <laughs> but for what it's worth, I pull out. It was funny. I was actually talking to I was t- talking to Brandon a month or so ago. And it's like, but you know, what point is it like too much? And I've gotten to a pretty good routine. Well, somebody actually asked me this at the WordPress meetup last week. And they're like, well, how do you manage all this stuff? And I just sort of have my little routine in the morning. I have my coffee. When I get to my desk, the first thing, whether I've gone to the gym or not, uh, the first thing I do is I've got a coffee and I'm checking email and I've got specific sites and feeds that I check and I I will grab stuff. I put it in Evernote and some stuff I sit and read and I I enjoy that time. You know, I I didn't start a business to <laughs> quote unquote hustle. I'm working hard, but. I love the quality of my life and I love what I do and I want to enjoy those moments. So I don't know, consuming too much content possibly, which is probably why I need to binge watch TV every now and then. Um, anyways, I, I really and truly would take a look at co-schedule. And again, if it's not something you're ready to step into, Oh, two other little side side notes regarding co-schedule is that when Twitter did their whole count thing, so you don't get the same data that they used to because I don't know, they're working on it. Co-schedule is. Um, and then Pinterest isn't connected to co-schedule anymore. So I actually do use buffer because I've got Pinterest in there. And so here's the cool thing, you guys, I, I almost forgot this in the web app. I'm going to simply log in because it'll be easier. And then I promise to get to the business investment. Where are we with time? Uh, wow. Okay. I thought I was going to be fading. I'm not look at this. All right, so when you log into the web app, you've got your calendar, but what's really cool is you can click on something and it says top posts of all time. And so you can see there's uh, a number, how many shares, right? And you can see Facebook, which Twitter you're not going to see anymore. Um, As of October 6, 2015, Twitter announced a deprecation of tweet count features. So bummer. Um, LinkedIn, Pinterest, Google+, which Google+, I have just started getting back into using again. But here's the cool thing, you guys. It lists them in order. And the top shared posts uh, for last year was the WordPress plugins I'm using, an update for 2015. And then it says download because that's one of those posts that I copied and pasted uh, and created a PDF so people could download it if they don't have to come back to the post. Well, I'm trying to think I'd have to go back to the post. I don't think I had an infographic, which I would add, but 264 pins. Right. And I'm not saying that's a stellar Pinterest number, but out of like 282 shares, not too bad. Get this second highest post. You are the obstacle in your business. That was episode 51 of the podcast. Something pretty awesome is I'm sitting here looking at this like one, two, three, four, five. OK, so eight, eight posts are showing up in my top post. Right. Of those eight, one, two, three, four, half of them are podcasts, two of them or videos, right? And wow, even, even uh, t- and again, this shows top posts of all time. But the point is, you know, this is, it's brilliant to me to get this kind of data, because then you know what kind of content to create, right? So uh, keep looking at this stuff, you guys. And, and again, baby step your way into this. If, if this all sounds like, ah, like just too much, that's okay. 
I, it took me a long time to go, all right, what am I going to do with this? And, and how is this going to work best for me? But because of the effort that I'm putting into the content, a content strategy, and then of course this big, huge investment I've made, um, that sounded so dramatic. I didn't mean it to, but because of this investment that I've made, it's like, make this work, track everything, pay attention, you know, do more of what's working, do less of what's not working. Right. I know obvious. So there is my falling in love with co-schedule, my peanut butter and chocolate happiness online (laughs) without the calories. Right. Um, last note though, is I'm going to tell you what co-schedule did for me that I did not expect. It really helped me make a a content marketing plan that has made creating content fun. It's become more engaging and absolutely strategic. And believe it or not, I'm actually having fun with the strategy part, which I never thought I would. Um, But yeah, it's it's been pretty amazing. And my guess is they're just going to keep it's going to keep getting better. So for what it's worth, hands down, CoSchedule is probably my most favorite tool. Right now, truly, I use it probably more than anything else. Second to that would probably be Thrive. Um, so let's talk about investing in your business or uh, the best business investment I've made in a long time. And we're going to be winging this. I haven't e- finished editing this part of the post. So I mentioned to you guys, I believe, um, that I, or if I didn't, here's here's a newsflash for you. I think I did over the year-end review. But I have invested in a Facebook ad agency. And you're going to get to hear how awesome this guy is. It's Jason Hornung. Um, I did interview him. And then and Jason and I connected through a through my mastermind, actually. And I, I honestly, this is crazy. I'm trying to remember if he was in it for a while or we just connected through it. But after I interviewed Jason, we kept talking. And I probably should do some sort of these like, quote, you know, like after the show. But Jason and I started talking because I was so intrigued by how he runs his business, one, two, the results that he gets, but three, the fact that he's providing this tangible, and I would say it's a done with you service. It's not a complete done for you. There's some initial, but let me back up a little bit. So I I started this kind of division of my company that we do the done for you podcasting, right? And it really should be more of a done with you as well because the people do have to record their shows than we do everything else. So it's a high ticket offer and we've had some challenges with getting people to follow through or get the stuff we need and they're dragging out, whatever. So we keep testing and tweaking, which is why I don't talk about it a ton because when you're going to do something that's high touch, high ticket, you want the value there. So first of all, let me tell you, for anybody that runs a service-based business, Watching how being a customer of this and going through the process with Jason has been amazing. It's made me feel really good about having a service-based business as opposed to uh, just mentoring or coaching sort of that. And I I use the word intangible all the time, right? Like I I believe in mentors. I believe in coaching. (laughs) I'm, I'm spending the whole day tomorrow taking care of that. But at the same time, I invest in my mastermind. But there also comes a point where you got it. The work has to get done, right? And so when I took the time off in December, I was like, I I needed to block out. Uh, Again, for those of you who didn't listen to that, I took all of December off from my mastermind. And I just sort of focused and I took time with family and friends. And it was really, really good for me. 
But what I realized too was that it's really easy and it's, they call it like, you know, the internet marketing, the newbie internet marketing tax where you're buying every course and you're signing up for everything. And I'm not saying I don't buy courses and I'm not saying I don't, I probably buy tools more than anything, plugins, web apps, whatever. But I, I sort of made a promise to myself that it's like, it has to directly tie in with what I'm working on and my current goals. And so for the first time since I've been a part of this master a couple of years, two and a half years, is I'm not going to our, the live event at the end of February, which is New Orleans, never been, I want to go. But it's because I've made this investment with the Jason Hornung Agency. And the reason being is I am really committed to to scaling my business this year. Like I just, it, it's going to happen, but it also has to happen in a way that works for me. There are a lot of things that you can do online to make money. And I'm talking all legal, get your minds out of the gutter. There are a lot of ways that you can do that. For me, I have to do something I enjoy and it has to be in line with how I want to show up in the world and, and how I move through the world and who I am. Right. So, just running like just running Facebook ads, Facebook, it's it's a tool, right? Just like Google AdWords and stuff. But at the same time, I was really feeling like I've got I've got this site, I've got this podcast, I've got this audience. I've spent <laughs> seven years building this. I feel like I'm getting better at it all tying together, if that makes sense. And I feel good about how I'm showing up there. That's an asset. That needs to be driving the paid piece, right? So they have to come together. And that's why some of these decisions, first of all, because Jason was a big investment for me. It was over three months I get to make this payment. But let me tell you, when you hire somebody and you get, you know, you get access, they bring you on board, and there's here's your 14 list of to-dos, here's everyone on the team, the whole nine yards. I got I I I just introduced another friend to Jason today. And um, I was actually thinking about having a t-shirt printed that said President Jason Hornung, Hornung Fan Club, right? And showing up next week because I'm going to his workshop. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. But you guys, that's how much of a geek I am. So I sent him all the collateral that I have created for this, right? I've done a couple case study videos. I've got webinars. We've got ads that we've run. We've got copy. We've I've got, you know, the and when I say we, it is a team. It's not just me. But I've created, you know, podcasting for leads, not just listeners. I've got this PDF. I've done all this stuff. It's all, so the collateral is there, right? So I sent, um, I sent all this to Jason. He's, he looked at the funnel, everything. I got a 20 minute video back of Jason in front of a whiteboard mapping out the whole thing. And, and again, I think I probably should run Jason's interview pretty quick so that this all makes sense. So let's just say that, that I will run. I think I'll, we'll do that. I'll run Jason's interview uh, next week. I'm going to go for two interviews next week, if you guys are good with that, but we'll run his interview. So this ties in to this conversation. So look for that next week. But so I give them all this stuff, this, this video, he literally went through my entire funnel. It's a new funnel that integrates retargeting. And I'm going to give the super quick generic, and I apologize if I've done this before, but what retargeting is, is that you put a pixel on your site. And again, this is a Facebook pixel and you track who shows up to your site. And if they don't convert, meaning subscribe, buy, whatever, right? Do multiple actions, whatever they do or don't do, they go into sort of this bucket 
and then you can market to them because they've already visited your site. So then you can make sure your ad is seen to them. Like it's super ninja. It's super ninja. And I always tell people, if you want to see retargeting in action, open Facebook and then go search for something you're thinking of buying. So what would be a good example? Here's a great idea. Great idea. Here's a great example. The Vera desk that I bought. I think I told you guys this. It, it sits on top of my desk and I can raise it so that I can stand. And I'm not doing that enough, but I can raise it stand. So I must have looked at the Vera desk a few times. I went to their website. I bought it through Amazon, whatever. But as soon as I did that, I go back to, sorry, I feel like I'm getting excited and I'm shouting. I go back to Facebook. So what ads start appearing in my newsfeed? Vera desk. And that's retargeting at its finest, right? But the crazier thing is that when you do retargeting correctly, you can then see a Veridesk ad on another website that has Google AdWords maybe or whatever. It's retargeting can be this crazy spider web. I am just dipping my toes into it. I've known about it. I always put a conversion pixel on the site. But really understanding what it does is huge. And so the fact that the very beginning of this video that Jason did for me, we're retargeting content, right? So it's developing a relationship. So it's not saying to somebody, hey, I just met you. You want to get married? Right? It's, hey, I just met you. How can I help you? That's it, right? And then the next engagement, it's like, oh, by the way, I've got this for you. So we're going to retarget the goal to get them into the PDF. And then there's a couple funnels from that. But the point is, I got really excited about it because I felt like it was the first time, first of all, that somebody had done a funnel for me. <laughs> Again, you guys, I love creating content. I love doing this. I like getting in there. I like connecting. I like engaging. I like teaching. I get the value of email marketing and, and funnels and all this stuff. I'm not saying I have a fun time. It doesn't get me excited to map it out, right? And to do the branches off of it. I can do it. Doesn't get me excited. It's probably one of the least favorite things along with uh, the data stuff. So the fact that I've made this investment and here's somebody like he's standing in front of his computer, big whiteboard behind him, and he would go back and forth between screen sharing and, and explaining the thing. And then we get to the case study video that I've done. He watched the case study video and he said, I know why this didn't convert. You missed this, 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 and this. And it was all just factual. But he's like, this wasn't congruent here. And it seems so obvious afterwards. But you guys, to, to know that I have spent money on somebody who is one, providing a service, two, going to teach me how to do it. And three, it's all based on data, right? Everything that he's doing is based on data because he does this all the time. So then I got video number two. Video number two is all the KPIs, key performance indicators. And it's funny because, hey, my tea's gone. We're going to have to uh, wrap up pretty soon. Um, when, when you get started, right, he's like, well, what are your KPIs? And I was like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what they are. Um, and I like, I kind of have an idea about relevant scores. And I mean, I don't want to sound so airheady, but I understand like putting stuff in and cost per click and, and you want what your click through rate ideal, some of those numbers and targets. But what he did was literally went through and so broke everything down for me. So it's going to be um, cost per click, cost per lead, cost per application. And again, this is all going into the podcast offer, right? And it, again, it's a high ticket. So cost per click, cost per lead, cost per application, because by the time they get to that point, they fill out an application and then we hop on the phone for a conversation, right? 
There's been a funnel to get them there, though. Cost per application and then cost to acquire a customer. So he broke the entire thing down for me based on data, based on a conversion, so that all based on numbers, if I make 20, if let's say I had 20 applications, five will convert. It's one of those. I mean, all based on data. And then he showed me uh, a client he's working with, similar price point. He goes through the whole thing. And he said, you know, I think your offer is going to convert better because what they're doing is not as sexy as podcasting. Podcasting is kind of, you know, common, not common, trendy, I would say. It's not a trend, but you get it. It's it's a it's like content marketing. It's kind of a buzzword or whatever. <laughs> but the point is to see that and to see the value and to see how I could scale this to six six figures a month if I wanted to. Mind you, that's a lot of ad spend, you guys. However, it's a huge return, right? Wouldn't you like to 7x? If you could say, I'm going to invest this much in ads and and here's a guarantee of seven times. And I, I know it could be up or down, but it's going to be profitable. And because it's based on data, it's based on everything they've done. They do all the target market research for me because that's, again, I'm guessing, right? And I'm like, well, I think this is my market or I'm going to kind of do this. No, nope. They go in and it's all based on data and they look at the competitors and they look at the 80-20 rule, 80% of your audience is women, don't be showing this to men. However, you know, all that stuff. And so I have to tell you, it, it is without a doubt the the first business investment I've made in years, and I mean this, you guys, in years, that there was no doubt in my mind that it was the right decision, that there was no, oh my God, should I be doing this? It was like, I have to do this. I have to do this. And two clients and I get my investment back. And so I'm ridiculously excited because then next week he, I told you, he does this two day workshop and, and based like, I feel like it's like, I'm getting this like double win. (laughs) It's the goofiest term, right? But here I'm getting one, what he, what he, offered, right? So I'm getting the, the the done with you. And again, they're doing most of everything. And then I go to um, Wisconsin, uh, where he does an in-person workshop. And then while we're there, we launch the campaign. And I get to see how everything works, how it all ties together, all that good stuff. And then I have 60 days of support. He's got a Facebook. I mean, I've accessed all his training. It's, you, it's crazy. So I'm getting all of that, right? But then there's this other side where I'm watching how he's created this agency and how they're running it. And it hit me. I was like, wow, I have actually created my own digital agency. And I never looked at it that way because how many times have you heard me say, I don't want to do websites anymore. Well, I don't really. I mean, I work with the clients, but I've got an amazing project manager. I've got a great team. So I get to be the one working with the client on the strategy and, and mapping stuff out. And again, it's, I'm not not involved. It just is not me being the technician anymore, right? We do podcasting. I now with my daughter is brilliant. We've got videos. So it's like, this is actually kind of an agency. And so we're doing teaching and training. So I, I'm, I feel like I'm getting this brilliant model of how I can scale my entire company as opposed to simply scaling this offer. Because everything he's teaching me for the podcast offer is going to be duplicated, right? Meaning they're showing me how to do target stuff again. And I have access to all of his training, which I started watching the other day, 20 minutes into module one. And I was blown away. 
I was like, okay, now I know what to do because I've got the Just Show Up community and I've got my outsourcing. And so I'm like, all right, let's start scaling and retargeting that way. And so that's when it comes to investing in your business, don't get caught up in the latest shiny object. And, you know, it's tough. It's funny. <laughs> I was talking to my friend Trey, Mr. On It. You, I, you know, I've talked to him. He did the T-shirt stuff. I'm going back to St. Louis next month to work with his team. They have three different web properties that they're selling physical products from. And so we're doing a content strategy around it. Well, so we're talking and we're looking at the schedule and stuff. I'm like, oh, I could probably come this week or whatever. The second week of February is like, nope, going to traffic and conversion. I'm like, oh, okay. And he's like, why aren't you going? And I'm like, he's like, why aren't you going? You should be going. And I said, no, no. <laughs> I said, I'm focused. I know what I'm doing. I, I need to, I, I, I've got a clear plan and a clear direction for the first time in such a very long time. Like, I'm not interested and going to something that's going to blow my mind up with more ideas. And oh, I could go this way. I could go this way. It's so easy to do that. And some of those things will appear. You know, I, I believe in um, I believe in sort of energy and synchronicities and all of those things. And so I trust that. But more than that, I'm trusting myself right now. And I'm committed to this. And so it feels really good to be like, I don't want to have a trafficking immersion waste of my time. Or, and I don't mean that, right? But I know my own personal bandwidth and there's no way, there is no way that I can be implementing this entire new Facebook retargeting paid traffic strategy, scaling a new offer. Well, it's not brand new, you know what I'm saying? But it's like, we're, we're, the goal is to get this ramped, to get these in. I mean, we want to get clients this month and so in February. So it's like, this has to start working and retargeting is sort of the long term. So I'm going to test running some ads uh, direct, right? And running some ads direct to the application, running some ads direct to an opt-in and then a case study video. So I'm going to test those too. But this is all a part of a process. And personally, it would just, I know it would wear me out. And then the other one is like, is that the best use of my money? Is that the best use of my time right now? And it's not. And it's so, <laughs> I feel like I've grown up. <laughs> um, it feels really good to know that, my no's are coming from a place of choosing myself first and and what I know is best for me. Uh, like I said, you know, not going to New Orleans. It's like part of me is like, oh, man. Uh, but instead, I'm going to spend the weekend with my girlfriend, <laughs> which I'm really excited about. And that's more important to me right now because I feel really laser focused. So all I'm saying in way too many words probably <laughs> Is, is take the time to make those investments in your business, but take the time to make the decisions about those investments is what I meant to say. And really look at, you know, I, man, I love the mindset stuff, you guys, and I like doing that, but you've heard me talk about Susan, my therapist, life mentor, where's, where I'm going tomorrow. Um, she helps me with mindset and I read a lot and I listen to different authors and I know where to go to get that work, to get my soul filled up. Right. And, or I know how to recharge myself now much better, um, as many massages as possible. <laughs> um, but now just with where I'm at, I know what I need and I want implementation. I, I don't need the motivation. I don't need the, the set big goals and, you know, big, I believe in that you have to see it, right. It's see it. 
or believe it, then you'll see it, right? Wayne Dyer, miss you, love you. Um, you have to have those in your head and stuff. But if that's all you're doing, you're going to be doing the same thing another year, right? So the implementation has to happen. And, and you know me, you guys, I am not screaming at you to do the effing work because I like... I like the pace of my life and I'm getting a lot done. I, I think I work kind of quickly, so that's okay. But I'm excited to check out tomorrow. Um, I'm excited to check out most of Friday. I've got a couple of appointments and seeing people I care about. You know, those are really important to me. And so when it comes to putting money into your business, look at the return you're going to get on it. Right. And and I'm not saying that you have to look at if something will make your life easier, if something can streamline a process, there's a return, right? So you're you're also investing in your business with your time. So if if what you're doing is not giving you a return, you have to start shifting. And there are times where all the times you guys that I've said no more websites, at the end of the day it's cash flow and we get the return on that. It's profitable. So why would I say no because it doesn't take me away from doing the things that really light me up that that drive me, that get me excited, that have me in my office at nine o'clock at night talking in circles to you guys, you know, but this is what I love doing and it's important to me to do it. And I'm human though. Stuff's going to happen, you guys. But when it comes to investments, just trust yourself. I I really, if, if you need to think about something and, and I promise I'm winding up, but you know, a lot of, um, sales trainers, talk about the pain and well, what's it costing you to stay where you're at? I don't know that that's language I'm ever going to use on a call with somebody. Um, I don't want to be responsible for someone having to go borrow money from somebody else to make a sale. I don't want someone to ever feel icky about doing business with me. And you want, you know, that feeling where you just want someone to feel better for having connected with you, come across your path, spend a little bit of time with you that whether or not they choose to do business with you today, tomorrow, ever, that that was time well spent, right? Which was how I ran my last webinar for just show up. And it was the most fun I've had in a long time. Cause I was like, forget all these other, you know, show them, but don't tell them or tell them, but don't show them. I'm like, I'm going to do what I want to do. <laughs> and I want everybody to just feel good for having spent that time with me. So that's how you should feel when you invest in your business. And there are times, you guys, for what it's worth, this was a big investment with Jason. I was like a little bit in terms of nervous because of the cost, but nothing in me doubted it was the right decision. Nothing in me doubted that I was going to see that investment back like tenfold. I, I have no doubt in my mind it's coming back to me. Um, but that doesn't mean I wasn't nervous about spending the money. Okay. <laughs> just, just so you know that I, I am not fear free. I don't know that we ever are. Um, I, but I don't know that fear is the right word. I am really, really starting to ramble. Trust yourself. It's okay to make those investments, but really take a look at why you're doing it. I know that I wouldn't have been ready. I, I didn't have an offer that I felt really, really good about even a year ago at this price point. Um, and I can tell you, like when I did the podcast offer, you guys, I did it. I did a few free. We did case studies. I wanted to create the processes. I wanted to create the systems. Um, and it was there was a couple um, cluster moments in that. 
but it was worth it. And we learned and it's been through doing that throughout the entire year that I'm like, now let's run. We've got everybody in place. We've got everything in place. It's okay. And I know that feeling of, of thinking, well, I can't wait a year. You, you don't have to wait a year. That's how I wanted to do that. Do what works best for you. But now I feel ready to kick some butt. So I'm just saying, uh, trust yourself, you guys. And that's it. That is all she wrote for episode 84, Falling in Love with Co-Schedule. And the final headline of the best business investment I've made in a long time. You guys are awesome. I love you to pieces. If you haven't, make sure to cruise over to iTunes. I love your reviews. Shout out Bob McIntosh. Thank you for the latest review. Made my day. Um, Some exciting times coming, you guys. I'm going to be sharing all this with you. And look for Jason's interview next week because I think it'll make the most sense after you heard this chunk. Uh, And I think I'll get two episodes out next week. I will be in Wisconsin getting all kinds of knowledge bombs dropped on me from Jason and his team. And of course, posting pictures and sharing all that fun stuff on social media. As always, thanks for listening. Have a fabulous day, night, morning, wherever you're at. It's awesome, you guys. Thanks.